Welcome to the Industry Horror Coffin Cast. I'm your host, Nathan. And well, since we have two full moons in the month of October, there will be a double full moon feature of werewolf movies for Halloween Full Moon Review of 1981's An American Werewolf in London and American Werewolf in Paris. Now let's get to the grave plot. But before, just a heads up, there will be some spoilers ahead. Let me talk about an American werewolf in London. It starts in the small town of East Proctor. As Jack, played by Griffin Dunn, and David, played by David Naughton, go into the pub, The Slaughtered Sheep. The people of the town warn about the moon and make sure to stay on the path. But of course, they don't stay on the path. Jack is killed by a werewolf. The townspeople kill the werewolf, but not before the werewolf scratches David. David was in the hospital for three weeks and started to fall in love with Nurse Alex, played by Jenny Agutter. This actress looks familiar because also she was in the movie Child's Play 2. And David started getting visions and even started to see Jack because he's the undead until the last of the werewolves die. Which means David will have to die in order for the undead to move out of limbo. Now, to be honest, I'm... Kind of jealous of David having a steamy, sane, with an intelligent and attractive lady. I'll be honest. Anyways, the editing and practical effects with the werewolf transformation is spectacular. Of course, it's by well-known special makeup effects artist, Rick Baker. The doctor traveled to East Proctor and found out that it wasn't a lunatic killing. But a wolf, but not just any ordinary wolf, but a werewolf. David ended up killing six people and also slept in the zoo. David travels back to Alex's loft. The doctor told Alex to make sure to get David back to the hospital. David runs away, sees Jack at a theater that showed adult films. The police tries to hold him down. The werewolf escapes. The police kill the werewolf that turns out to be David. Nurse Alex in distraught. And overall, this movie is great. It, it starts out slow, but develops well. I enjoy the characters overall. The only thing off-putting was, besides the music selection, it was also the abrupt ending. To be honest, I'm looking forward to trailer edit for this movie as a romantic comedy. Now, I want to introduce a, a new segment name. Uh, I'm not sure if anyone already has used this name, but I'm going to call this Screamplay, where I discuss what I would have done with the plot. Now, if I was in the director's chair and not John Landis, I would have done, I would have had Jack would be scratched. And David would have to come to a difficult choice of having to kill his friend or having 
to see him live long enough to develop and become the monster that is known as the werewolf. But, by golly, missed opportunity of an American werewolf in Rome? But overall, I give this 4 out of 5 full moons. Uh, stick around, because I'll be discussing an American werewolf in Paris. And welcome back. It's I'll be discussing an American werewolf in Paris. While An American Werewolf in London was written and directed by John Landis and, spe and special effects makeup by Rick Baker and released in 1981, An American Werewolf in Paris was released in 1997, directed by Anthony Waller, and starred this Count Kirk Cameron, or this Count James Marston, that is known as Tom Everett Scott. Three friends are on a Daredevil tour. On their way to Paris. The music selection in this movie is interesting. You have Andy, Brad, who I do remember seeing him in the movie Rat Race, I do believe, and you have Chris. They try to do a stunt on the Eiffel Tower, and they end up finding a lady jumping off. Andy saves the lady, and they notice a piece of paper. That the lady written down. And Andy asks, asks his friends to look for a piece of paper in order to find her. Andy, Andy sees her in the hospital as a nurse. And he wants to go on a date with her. And her name turns out to be Seraphine. Seraphine is played by, I do believe it's, it's Julie Delpy, I do believe. But after this, the plot goes... Goes on a crazy train from here. Seraphine is a werewolf and he becomes a werewolf. Whomever they kill are undead and limbo just as in the first movie. A perfect society of werewolves as the new dominant species. Trapping Americans. Seraphine keeping her dad alive to reverse serum of werewolf to human. The dad dies. Wolf leader fight Andy in Subway. And, of course, spoilers ahead, but Andy finds out the wolf leader turned him into the werewolf and not Seraphine. But the craziest part of all was Andy and Seraphine having a bungee jump wedding on the Statue of Liberty. To be honest, besides the awkward sex talk in this movie, it was actually decent. And I do appreciate the, the callback of of the undead being limbo once they were killed by the werewolf. And it's unfortunate that that basically that unfortunately Brad ended up being the one that dies, but ends up being similar to to Jack of Cole's friend, but ended up being killed by by a werewolf. But ends up being, in a way, a guiding light for Andy. But, that to say, 
American Werewolf in Paris, not as great as the original, but still, I give it 3 out of 5 full moons. And with that, thank you all for listening to this episode of the Industry Horror Coffin Cast as we close the lid on this episode of the Industry Horror Coffin Cast. And I hope all of you have a horrible, scary, terrifying Halloween. <laughs> Thank you all for listening to this episode of the Industry Horror Coffin Cast. I can't believe it now. 80 episodes of the Industry Horror Coffin Cast. That is crazy to say by itself. But please make sure to listen to the episodes of the Industry Horror Coffin Cast. There's only about... What, uh... Let's see here. So we have... Two days in October... 30... So about 63 days left till we get to 2022. And my and one of my goals is to have at least a thousand listens on the industry horror coffee cast by 2022. If we do get a thousand listens by 2022, I will review Stanley Kubrick's The Shining. If we make this happen, if we make this happen. Also, this episode is brought to you by Industry Horror. If you have any screen printing needs or making of stickers, no matter how large or how small your business is, you will be helping out keep employment for autistic adults for the warehouse and in the store as well. If you would like to shop, you can shop on IndustryHorror.com or you can shop at the store off of 518 East Main Street in downtown Ventura. If you have any screen printing needs or stickers, contact industryhorror.com or contact industryhorror at gmail.com. If you have any horror movie suggestions or some interesting guests or anyone that has found a way to make a living that has autism, please contact industryhorrorcoffeecast at gmail.com. Thank you all for listening to this episode of the Industry Horror Coffeecast. I really do appreciate all of you Industry Horror hearers and casual listeners out there. So long until next time. <laughs>